we have a beginner. Yes, and we have uh, a few people here who's been long-term meditators. Yes. So um, you should know what to do, right? <laughs> In theory. In theory, yes. Yes. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of theory out there uh, when it comes to the uh, meditation practice. Uh, but the, yeah, and I've been a monk for so long, you've, you've, um, you've done some of the different practices out there and then you hear about uh, other people doing different styles of practice and there's just so many, yeah. There's like, I don't know, maybe hundreds of techniques out there. But uh, I think like over the years, just uh, being a disciple of Ajahn Brahm and, and um, just listening to his talks, um, about meditation and what I've kind of discovered is that his uh, meditation method is very very simple yeah <laughs> I was going to say this it's quite simple yeah you know sometimes you come here you know you think oh you have to watch the breath or sometimes you come here you think you have to recite a few words when you meditate or sometimes you, you come here and you think you have to do some sort of imagery meditation and yeah, you know, these kinds of uh, techniques, uh, they do work. And the reason why they do work is because it just gives the mind something to focus on or something to pay attention to. Yeah. And just paying attention to something, you know, you're, you're being mindful, you're living in the moment. The mind is not thinking about the past and the future. So in a sense, that's what the meaning of meditation is. Yeah, just being able to just uh, let go, basically. Let go and relax. Yeah. <laughs> let go and relax. <laughs> because when we're not relaxed, what are we usually doing? <laughs> we're stressing or we're thinking about the past or thinking about the future. Yeah. And I think when one learns how to relax, one can be relaxed with the mind that thinks. Yeah. It's just basically, you don't get caught up in your, your thinking world and follow it and allow it to stress you out. But instead, you have like a good attitude towards your thinking world. Yeah. You know, you're learning how to make peace. You're learning how to be kind. You're learning how to be gentle to yourself. Because you can imagine um, somebody like Arjun Brahm, He's a busy man, right? He's a very busy man. He, uh, you know, he's been a monk for, I think he's, he's coming to his 50th year or something like that. And he has, over the years, he's, he's, um, he's made um, commitments and, and uh, got himself busy with um, teaching around the world and and um, solving the problems of people who call him up or, 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 or send emails and all these kinds of things. You can just imagine the, uh, the amount of load that he puts on his brain. But the truth is, he's probably one of the most peaceful monks out there. <laughs> so it's, it's almost like a... Um, almost like um, it doesn't make sense. I was like, how can somebody, like, be so busy, but also have a peaceful mind? Yeah. So that, that sort of gives us hope. 
because most of us <laughs> were probably not as busy as Ajahn Brahm. Yeah. So it gives us a little bit of hope. So over the years, you know, he's, he's just uh, like simplified the way we meditate. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with one's attitude uh, when one meditates. It's just being, just having this attitude of uh, making peace, being kind, being gentle to one's own mind. Yeah. You know, sometimes when we come here, we just want a secret teaching that makes our minds quiet. And we, we think that having a quiet mind may be the, the, um, the solution to all our problems. Is that true? Our minds have been quiet in this life from time to time. Yeah, but the problems are still there. <laughs> so what do we do? You know, what is the solution? I think the solution is just being able to develop this attitude of making peace, being kind, being gentle towards your own mind. And just being able to be patient and to experience the, the, uh, the process of meditation. Experience it long enough so you can get the benefits from it. Yeah. And the benefits is just, just having this understanding that meditation can bring peace and relaxation into our lives. It's almost like a skill that we can develop. It's like another, another tool in the toolbox, whether it's Makita <laughs> or, you know, Ozito. <laughs> but this brand is a Dhamma brand. <laughs> Dhamma brand. It helps with like... <laughs> It helps with soothing of the difficulties in life. Yeah. And it's just basically the way we look at it and the way we just, um, just train our minds over the years until we become, you know, people who are like relaxed, who are calm and who are not strung up, strung, too highly strung out about things. Yeah. So these are the little steps that we take to get there. And we do that by the meditation practice. Yeah. So the meditation practice is very simple. All you're going to do is you just close your eyes and you just be in the moment and you don't expect anything. Yeah. You welcome whatever, whatever arises within your own minds. Yeah. You welcome your thoughts about the day. You welcome your thoughts about the future. You welcome everything. You're not trying to get rid of anything when you're meditating. You're trying to develop a way of looking at your mind. Yeah. You look at your mind with like a sense of calmness, a sense of uh, peace, a sense of being kind. A sense of like gentleness, you know, you're just looking at it and you're at peace with whatever is happening in the mind. And that's how one meditates. Yeah. And through time, through time, you can start to see the mind becoming more peaceful, the mind becoming more quiet. Yeah. And you're just witnessing this 
while you're meditating. So, yeah, my teacher Arjun Brahm, you know, he says he just sits down, he just relaxes, he just lets go, and all the nice meditations, they just arise. Yeah, it's that simple. <laughs> and then people have problems with like being sleepy. <laughs> it's like, oh, how do I solve the problem of being sleepy? <laughs> and then this Ajahn was like giving a talk, and he was uh, mentioning that uh, when he did some meditation, his head was just falling down to the floor. He just got up and he just realized that he uh, slept for half an hour. Yeah. But he wasn't like feeling guilty or judging himself for not being able to meditate. He just accepted the fact that, you know, he fell asleep when he meditated because he understood that you have this body, you have this mind. When it gets tired, it just goes to sleep. And he also has the understanding that... Um, Every meditation that you do, the meditation that you do cannot be perfect every time. You cannot always have a good meditation. You have to go through some times where you're sleepy. You have to go through times where your mind is just bothered by something and you need to think about it. And also you go through times where you actually feel quite peaceful and quite nice. Yeah. And you just allow the, the meditation to just gradually grow over time. And then you start to experience like the benefits of it. You start to be a person who is, you know, a little bit more calmer, a bit more relaxed, a little bit less judgmental. Yeah. A person who has a mind which is like a little bit brighter, a little bit more energetic, a little bit more happier. Yeah. Now these are like, you could say the side effects of the meditation practice. Just being able to just rest your mind is a lovely medicine for it. And it has so many benefits. We all know we get to rest our body really well. We are quite healthy. Yeah, that's no problem. We get, we get our eight hours sleep. <laughs> we get an eight hours sleep, we eat well, we exercise, we look after our bodies, and then the body looks after us by being strong, by being healthy, by being able to just do things without too many aches and pains, because we know how to look after it. And the benefits, they just kind of speak for themselves or just are there because of what kind of uh, effort you put into looking after your bodies. And it's also the same with your mind. How much of us can say we have put effort into looking after our minds? <laughs> so maybe we should start. <laughs> maybe we should start. And just like keeping a fit body, you got to work on it every day. And just like keeping a fit mind, yeah, sadly, <laughs> you have to work on it every day. Yeah. And just, just like, like working on it every day, just like, you know, just, just giving it a little nudge in the right direction. You don't have to be always meditating. 
Like every day, just nudge it towards like more positivity. Yeah. Like less complaining, you know, being more kind, being less fault finding. Every day, you just nudge your mind in those wholesome dire directions. And then, you know, six months' time, a year, you'll be a, a much better person for it. You'll have a fitter mind. Yeah. And when your mind is fit, like, the meditation follows. Yeah, usually, you know, the, the people that, that have the so-called good meditation are the ones with the fit minds, so to speak. Yeah. They not only train their, their, their minds in the meditation practice, but they also train their minds outside of the meditation practice. Yeah. Just being, just the simple practices of being more kind, being more gentle, not fault-finding. And what that does is it, uh, it just leaves the, the conscience clear. You know? You have a clear conscience. You can just go about your day not feeling guilty or worrying about your conduct or what you've said to other people. And that too aids the meditation practice. So the meditation practice that we teach here is not a uh, like an A to Z kind of thing. You know, you do this, 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 and you get X, Y, Z results. It doesn't really work that way. It's more of you just do it, you be patient, and then see what happens. <laughs> and the and the nice kind of uh, the nice kind of simile is a simile that Ajahn Brahm he always um, teaches it is about the simile of the uh, the postman and you're a worker and you're waiting for the check to come in and usually you know these days how long do you have to wait for your check is it two weeks for your pay I mean two weeks two weeks. After all those hours that you put to work, all the hours that you have to drive in, what else do you do? Yeah, work overtime, work with smelly people, yeah. <laughs> put up with bad bosses. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, you get nothing. You just get tired. Oh, you know, a little bit depressed. Oh, it didn't work out. But then you still have to go to work the next day and then the next day. And then finally... You know, when the two weeks is up, that's when you get your pay. Yeah. The money goes into the bank. You feel good. You feel happy. And that's kind of the same with the meditation practice. We can't always have the good meditations every single time. Yeah. We need to put in the work. Go to work Monday. Go to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then every once in a while, you know, the peace starts to arise. You know, you get the rewards uh, from the efforts that you put in. Yeah. And that's just to give you the understanding that with the meditation practice, it's, always, it's not going to always go smoothly. There's always a little bit of hardship along the way. Yeah. And that's the very same thing with like monastic life. You know, when you're a young monk, when you start off, there's a lot of hardships. <laughs> Yeah, but then it makes you um, it makes you a better person. Yeah, just being able to just be patient and just work with it, and just develop the mind in a way where you can just pull it out of 
like negative states and just be a more happier person. Yeah, that's what the, uh, you know, that's what the hardships kind of teach us. So, yeah. So, yeah, I will end the talk there and uh, we can start doing the guided meditation. What kind of, yeah. So we'll be sitting for half an hour and then we'll open up for question and answers. If you get bored in your meditation, you can always think of a question. <laughs> okay, so we just close our eyes and... Just get ourselves into a comfortable position where we do not feel any agitation or any stress from our bodies. So in a sense, we are very comfortable. Even though we're sitting on a hard chair, there are no aches and pains. And we just allow our minds to shift into the meditation, a place where we're just by ourselves, even though with, with a group of people, we know that there's a few of us around, but when you close your eyes, you're by yourself. So this is what the meditation practice is, just being by yourself. Isn't that great to just get away from people for 30 minutes? So you're by yourself, getting used to doing nothing. You're by yourself with your eyes closed. With a sense of quietness surrounding you. You're by yourself, just getting used to how it feels to sit down and meditate. Just being able to be just comfortable with the meditation practice is quite an achievement. Just to be able to be content and happy to be here.
And we're just really allowing the mind to flow in whichever direction it wants to. We're not here to control the mind. We're here to learn how to relate to it in a kind and gentle way. There's something about kindness and gentleness that lends to a quieter mind. It's maybe because it's an emotion. Emotions don't really have many words tied to them. They're just basically a feeling and then that's it. The silence follows it. So you're just, just resting in the moment, being aware of the moment. And that should be good enough. This is the place where the meditation grows. Nothing else needs to be you don't need anything else special to be done in this moment.
who's learning how to accept our reality right now and understand that whatever we are experiencing in our meditation nothing we experience is wrong or is bad or which is not allowed that's just in the nature of the mind if your mind gets sleepy that's okay there's nothing wrong with that just allow it to be just be with it just allow these things to just naturally pass away by themselves or if your mind is just bombarded with thoughts suffocated by your own thoughts or burdened by your thoughts oh there's nothing wrong with that it happens we're human beings every one of us experiences that but we know how to relate to it in a way where it calms down you relate to it in a gentle and kind manner if anything if you just take one thing from this meditation class on how to calm and relax your mind the way to do it is just learning to be kind to yourself to whatever is happening and the results of being kind towards one's own mind leads to contentment and a mind which is peaceful and non-judgmental to whatever one experiences in one's mind So I've given you enough instructions for now. Um, for the next 15 minutes, we can just meditate quietly. And then I will hit the gong. After I hit the gong, you can come out of your meditation. <laughs> 